This week's episode of the Cincy Shirts podcast is brought to you by our partners at Christian Moorline. Check out our entire collection of Moorline apparel, including designs featuring Little Kings, Hootipal, Burger, and more at CincyShirts.com. And just click on the drop-down menu, look for partners, and click on Moorline. And be sure to visit the Moorline Logger House at 115 Joe Nuxall Way in Cincinnati, right next to Great American Ballpark. Now, on with the show. This is WCPO FM 1051 on your FM dial, Cincinnati, Ohio. WKRC, Cincinnati. This is the nation station. again, everyone, and welcome to the Cincy Shirts Podcast. It's episode 89. Today on our show, comedian Zach Wyckoff. I, uh, I'm a comedian who likes Jesus, but I purposely make my comedy good. It's funny that they put my face on the hell is real thing. <laughs> Zach is a Christian comedian, but it's not what you might think exactly. It's kind of like U2 is a Christian rock band. In other words, he's a comedian that just happens to love the baby Jesus. He's also a probation officer, and back in the spring, we accidentally turned him into a meme with one of our FC Cincinnati shirts. We'll talk about that. And if you've been liking the podcast, you can help support it via PayPal or Venmo. Simply use podcast at cincyshirts.com and we'll kick in whatever you feel is fair. Also, be sure to listen for the special promo code for 20% off near the end of the episode. Now let's talk to Zach Wyckoff. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. I come from C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I, Cincinnati. She came down from Cincinnati. Just maybe think of me once in a while. I'm a... CincyShirts.com in Cincinnati. I'm actually looking to get a podcast soon started because, I mean, because every comedian is. Yeah, you have uh, to. Yeah, you kind of do, honestly. Uh, do you guys know who Chris Seymour is? Yeah. I'm actually, uh, after this, I'm going to go hang out with him and record something. So, oh, okay. Yeah. What, what's your, I reckon your podcast will be about? It is, uh, it's going to be called WWFD or What Would Friends Do? And it is me going on friend dates with comedians. Oh. Well, not comedians, but people. Friend But dates. it'll probably be mostly comedians. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I think it'll be neat. We're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the fair, the Brown County yeah. Fair. Uh, so yeah, I think it'll be a good time. You can take a portable recorder with you. Is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So the audio might be horrible. But, uh, no, you go, I love the idea. Uh, you get one of those mini ones. They're absolutely fine. Right, right. I mean, we yeah. Those, we use those. If you listen to our Bruhaha episode, the first 40 minutes is the guy that founded it. and uh, and But he was, we only had him for 40 minutes. We didn't realize he had a hard out. So I went down to the festival and uh, with the portable recorder and interviewed uh, our own Billy DeVore and some other guys. Yeah. Knew, and, and so and that came out pretty good. So That's great. If you want to okay. judge the quality that way and see if yeah. that would work for you. But it... It sounded pretty good. Okay, very cool. I guess most... I, I'm trying to figure out a way to get, like, the wind noise and stuff out. Like, I have a windscreen and I... Yeah, like, if you get you can get fancy with it. I was fortunate that there wasn't a lot of, you know... It, yeah. It, it picked up a little bit of the background noise of the other comedians performing, but when I was talking to everybody, it was mostly... Right. It focused in on their voices, so... That's cool. I think the background noise is kind of fun, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this, uh, yeah, especially It's there. like you're there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I like that. That's fun. I'm surprised uh, you guys don't have... Uh, Billy and John and Chris doing this. Like, they, they like talking. You'd think. You know? Yeah, you gotta pay them the big bucks. <laughs> no. Sweet. Well, we are here with uh, Zach. Hey, that's me. Why? I want to say Wyclef. Oh, but then you'd be wrong. But it's, it's not. It's Wycuff, yeah. Wycuff. <laughs> Wycuff John. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. Zach Wycuff. So, uh, so you're a local comedian? True. You are a local... Soon-to-be regional comedian. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> sort of. Congrats on that. You, uh, you're a pro officer. Probation, but very Probation, close. okay. Yes. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. I forgot about that. Probation officer. It's my goal is to just slightly correct everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, and um, let's see. So this is actually called the Cincinnati Shirts Podcast. Yeah, Thank oh, you. yeah. Cincy Tees. We're live from the Cincy Tees <laughs> Studios. And... Uh, at Hyde Park, Jek- <laughs> Jekyll Park. Anyway, like the, uh, so yeah, so so we wanted to bring you in today. Uh, we'll we'll get to your story and all this stuff, but so people 
want to really know who you are mm. or your connection to Cincy shirts. Yes. I want to I want to set set the table for everyone because this year's definitely been interesting on multiple levels. Yeah. With uh, so anyway, but okay, so you're a local comedian, true. And if anyone knows anything about us, my partner Josh Sneed, he's a comedian. Uh, you know, working the big time. Yeah. Out there headlining the clubs, telling his little skits and funnies all right. over the place. That's why I agreed to do this. I thought he would let me open for him. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might get a guest set. Maybe I can text <laughs> and get you a guestie. Heck yeah. But, um, yeah, so so we've always... Uh, wait, I, wait, wait, you're going past it. You ran right past it. Darren's a former comedian. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that right? I'm oh, getting to the, people, oh. That's how I met Josh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no way. That's how I've been riding his coattails. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah, I, well, I went to art school and then met... I started doing stand up, open mic scene, whatever. Uh, so that's how I met. That's how I met Josh, and I, that's how we do. Start doing the t shirt thing, and yeah. then. Uh, but anyway, over the years, we've we've uh, hired comics like right. Billy Billy Devore and uh, great guy Ryan worked for us for a little bit. Less good. Car- no, I love, no, I love him. Uh, Chris Ware. Carl Spieth worked for us for a little bit. Uh, Chris Weir works for us now. Does, yeah. All great. Uh, PF did a little stand-up back little in his mic. day. Is that uh, right? I'm more of a, yeah. a comedy writer who tried a little open mic comedy. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's so what's up. I did like about a dozen or so. So that's, okay. why, that's why we're not so good at business is because we're all comedians <laughs> yeah. and we're all, we're all these creative uh, uh, folks who are disasters when it comes to numbers and spreadsheets. But right. that's what makes us fun. I like that uh, you did art school and then stand up like you just hate money <laughs> yeah exactly it's like man want... people well some jokes were were good on paper my art was always humorous and i was like man some, oh, that's interesting. some jokes are more better you know or more better are better in word form right yeah um, these jokes are good on paper and this art is good in theory that's <laughs> exactly exactly i'm sure that wasn't yeah, true it's sure good it for great. whoever whoever likes it do you but design anyway. a lot of the shirts and stuff uh, yeah, I've done my fair share. Very I was, cool. Uh, I, I did all the designs until we hired our first designer in uh, awesome. 2014. Okay. So, up, so right, you could probably tell, like, in our, in our collection, like, oh, those are starting to look a little better. <laughs> this guy actually knows his typography. Yeah, that's when we started farming it out a little bit. Okay. But, um, word. But anyway, my point is, is that we've always kind of leaned on the comedy community for mm. various things. Yes. Whether it's, you know, selling shirts, working retail, whatever. And mm-hmm. so I believe Chris was like, hey, well, you know, we're looking for some models. Right. So we're tired. We went through modeling agencies here and there. And there's just something about a polished, you know, younger 20s, uh, perfect and whoever's opinion uh, model that, you know, you put a T-shirt on them and it, it just looks weird. You know, these people <laughs> on paper, they connect all the dots. They check all the boxes. We need some normal looking people, mm-hmm. folks. So we're like, let's get some comedians in yeah. here. And, people are uh, too beautiful. We need someone gross. <laughs> exactly. We need, we need, we need some Enter sort Zach of, Wyckoff. <laughs> yeah. We're just looking for some Mary Day Joes. Not that you're not an attractive fellow. <laughs> But um, I've been told I'm cute, but I also hang out with mostly comedians. So I feel like that's like, you know, that's like being attractive among comedians is like being the best player on the Bengals. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> or being the funniest person in Cincinnati. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of people care. That's, that's what, true. That's, that's what's <laughs> on here. <laughs> no. Finally paid off. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So you were a good sport and we had to come in and. The funny thing is, is that when you model T-shirts for us, you don't know what design's going to go on it. Right. So you're just there modeling a navy blue shirt, just minding your own business. <laughs> and then, um, so what, probably like a couple months go by, you maybe mm-hmm. forget about it. Yeah, you might see your, hey, there's my picture on Facebook, or here you go. It might be a lot of right. fun. And then your Twitter starts blowing up. Or, right. I, or I don't know. So, so basically, I don't know. I guess I can just tell the story first, and then we can kind of go on there. FC Cincinnati. I, we've been very lucky. You know, we're the we're the first company locally to get a uh, a license, and they awesome. were they were, you know, just a blessing to our company over the, the yeah. first three years. 
we love to be on board for that. Yeah. Um, what a huge thing to get on then, the ground floor of. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. We, we bought season tickets before their first game. We said, hey, sales guy, introduce us to your merch people. And he was like, yeah. okay. And they were like, what? You want to print our shirts? That's whatever. And they're sort of like, okay. So anyway, so it was weird. No one knew what they were doing, but it worked out. Right. So they helped us get to the MLS. They said, hey, these guys, these guys make cool stuff. People like them. Whatever. Right. Give these guys a license. MLS said, sure. So here we are. Now we got promoted to the big boy league. Right. All right. So this is March. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry if this is too long. But so, so we're in March. And okay. So, so now we're like, man, we got to get some designs. No one really knows any of the players yet. There's really no cool anything going on right. besides, hey, we're new. We're the new team. Right. So... So we put out, hey, the, the inaugural, this is the first first shirt. This is the inaugural, uh, the first home opener. It's on St. Patrick's Day. Get your commemorative home opener t-shirt. Okay, cool. That sold well. And then um, <laughs> we're like, wow, this, this little shirt of the moment type thing is mm-hmm. working out. We're still looking for ideas. Let's get something else rolling. We go down to Atlanta. Um, not us personally, FC Cincinnati. Okay. Their game was in Atlanta. Uh, let's see. They ended up. Tying? This, yeah. Well, this was. A draw, as we said. They, they yes. drew. Yeah. Yes. They <laughs> drew, which I'm still impressed with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially looking at the way the seasons ended up. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so, so they go down there. <laughs> They're playing in front of like 70,000 people. Right. This is the game that they. They raise the championship banner or whatever the heck they do in soccer for the for yeah. the previous season. Yeah, because oh, they yeah. won they won the the uh, MLS Cup, the the Super Bowl of uh, of soccer the year before. Right, right, right. And um, anyway, so we said, you know what? We went down there in front of that hostile crowd, and we were able to get a point. And this is yet again another milestone for our team. So we said, let's do it. We got to do it. First MLS point. Yes, we got it. Sweet design. First MLS point. Atlanta zero, or, or I don't even know what the damn score was. One to one, two to Some, two. Something like that. Either way, who cares? It was a point. It was so commemorative that or memorable that we don't even remember it. Right. But um, the internet remembered. So anyway, yeah. and we're, we're used to being the. The good old boys, you know what I mean? Honestly, not that we don't do some... We, not all of our shirts are hits. I'll tell you that right now. We have a lot of misses. Uh-huh. That's why our business has been saved by print-on-demand technology, because we're not reliant on our ideas being good. Just because we're not printing inventory. We print them as they're ordered. Right. Um, you got to open mic these shirts. It yeah, all comes full circle. Exactly. Yeah, you got to perfect them. You got to craft them. Yeah, throwing on some models, see if they like it. Yeah. So we threw the we threw the first MLS point T-shirt <laughs> on our buddy Zach over here. Which, blasted it out. We were we were proud of it. We sent it to Cincy Soccer Talk and yeah, and hey guys, promote this shirt for us because we were you know we were paying them advertising. Right. And, uh, wow, did the internet tell us that that was not a good shirt. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of this story so far is that you looked through all of the models that you had, and then you saw me, and you're like, that guy has a tie face. (laughs) 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 This guy is a guy that's not scoring nothing. But he's scoring exactly one point. Yeah, he got a point. (laughs) Got the got the minimum. Exactly. But but no, I was like, that was we were like, uh. Wow, people really don't like that shirt. I mean, we still sold like 50 of them, which right. was cool, but the hate far outweighed <laughs> any monetary value of the of that shirt. Like it was it was ridiculous. Like I, I, I was afraid to check my Twitter just like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh." Like, "Oh, now the whole Bailey hates us." Oh right. gosh, now people are are boycotting because oh, we just don't get it. Right. Which I'm like, I'm sorry, we're an expansion team. We right. have 220 days or something to prepare. Right. Did people expect us to go out and be world beaters right off the bat? Yes. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. I like, one of the comments I remember, I didn't read all of them, but the only one that I remember is someone was like, man, Cincy shirts will make a shirt for anything. And then someone yeah, yeah. commented like, 
yeah, we're a t-shirt company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine that. Wow, what a money grab. Oh, sorry. I got a mortgage and a couple of kids. Yeah. Got 20 employees. Right. Yeah, our fault for trying to make money, guys. Right. But, uh... Try to put... Oh, my gosh. It was just ridiculous. It still haunts me till today. Well, actually, <laughs> people still... People still joke about it which actually that's so well, anyway tell us about kind of your your experience with that because first of all my apologies i thought no. it was a good shirt i think it's uh, hilarious i mean looking back at it yeah it was a miss but oh well i don't, I don't know if it was worth uh all the all the crap we got <laughs> that's so funny no it's uh, i think it's yeah uh billy our, our good friend billy also comedian called me to apologize the day it came out and I was like, dude, I think it's, is hysterical. <laughs> like, like huh. obviously I, I take creative risks and stuff as well as a comedian, but, uh, almost always it's, uh, it's my face that looks dumb. <laughs> so I'm like kind of used to it, you know, Yeah. like, uh, I guess that's me true. looking dumb. You're the joker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I? <laughs> well, comedians aren't typically jokers though. So I, I don't know. I <laughs> You're right. When people. Uh, I don't have exact feelings. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but my yeah, feelings can't the, get hurt. Well, that's good. I just remember all the like people were tagging you like Zach. Is that yeah. Funny? What? That's my friend. Right. That's my friend you're yelling at. <laughs> no, he didn't the, do anything. <laughs> what's that? He didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. No, the uh, the funniest part of that whole thing too is like that day. I've even I've talked about this a little bit before, but like the the day we took those pictures. Um, that was my birthday. Like I took off of work to come in to take those pictures. Cause I just thought it'd be like a fun thing to do, you know, get a little money, hang out with my buddies, uh, model it, model it out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> what I didn't think about was the night before I had a show and it was also my birthday. So I stayed out until maybe three <laughs> oh. and, uh, you looking a little rough. Yes, that is, <laughs> I thought so. And no, I think everyone's too nice to confirm that, but I think that. Well, <laughs> so that's those a pictures, look. yeah, I guess, yeah, you wanted normal, gross people. Yeah, so it's like this is me at my most gross. Drunk, <laughs> drunk soccer fan, right? And I was, yeah, I wasn't like hung over or anything like that. Like I wasn't like anything like that. But uh, it was not me at my best. But <laughs> what's funny is me and uh, me and my buddy that I was with, David, who is also comedian, very funny, uh, David Chumasuro. He, uh, like, does modeling in his part-time, and he's, like, beautiful. Oh, and, yeah? like, six-foot-tall, beautiful African skin. <laughs> and uh, so Chris would tell it, would, uh, he would be looking at me like, all right, man, like, we need you to, all right, we need you to, like, open up your eyes a little bit and, like, yeah, head towards the camera and, yeah, just tilt your a little bit this way. I need you to squint just a little bit less. And it took, like, 30 seconds every time, and then David would go up and be like, all right, yeah, that's good. That's, and then it was right back to me. Oh, was, yeah. So he was nailing it. He was just crushing it. Yeah, he's just a good, he's yeah. a photogenic dude. That's definitely a skill. Yeah. See the people chin out and down, cover up your, yeah, uh, the double chin action. There's all kinds of tricks. Yeah. But, How dare uh, you make fun of my double chin? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's, that's my own. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. That's but, uh, but no, I didn't. I actually probably need to go back and read some of those comments because I'm sure there's something hilarious. I was going to say, there. did you just turn it off or uh, did you. Like, that, were, were you afraid to open your Twitter? Or were you <laughs> no, I mean, uh, really, that one is the only one that I remember. The uh, Yeah, we'll make a shirt for anything. <laughs> like, that's the only one that I remember. Yeah. But. Uh, Someone said that I look like a um, thrift store Lionel Messi, which uh, is more okay. of a compliment than That's anything. That's a good soccer joke. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And another couple, like, you look like a worse version of this soccer player who also has dark hair. <laughs> nice. I just, I feel like I just, you did a good job picking me. I feel like I look like everybody. Yeah. People yelled at me on the street that I look like Thomas Rhett. Do you know who that is? Really? Yeah. Um... I have to see a picture, I guess. Okay. Well, he's a country music singer. Okay. But yeah, I knew he was in that, but... Yeah, that's about it. But I've had strangers wife. yell She'll that be out. All about it. Yeah, probably Hilarious. a big fan. But, but yeah, so at, so after we released that, then uh, then the trolls started coming out. I don't know right. if you saw a, a blog out of Kansas City, a uh, sporting KC blogger, uh, the Cauldron or something. They had they they took your picture and made mm-hmm. their own little design about like. The first firing. First, yeah, first firing. Yes, that's, right, that's when, what I remember. <laughs> when Cost got fired. Right. Which I was like, okay. That got 100 retweets 
and 300 likes i remember <laughs> but who's keeping track yeah uh, <laughs> first firing so then so that now you're a meme right you're not you're not a just a just right. a swing and a miss t-shirt model you are a meme right. at this point right by the way the first of anything of mine to go viral none of my jokes <laughs> just my dumb face just you standing there right um and then I don't know if there's anything in between there or not, but the, the next thing on our radar was after right. the second Hell is Real right. Derby, where we fell to the Columbus crew, yeah. and, then, uh, and then they they photoshopped in their own design. <laughs> was it first Hell is Real Derby loss, or what? Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what right. it said. Yeah. But, yeah. but the, the Columbus crew, from their official account... <laughs> right. Right. Which was uh, also hilarious, because that went out like minutes after they won. Like, they had that queued up. Yeah. You know, like someone, <laughs> someone was like, I know what's going <laughs> to yeah. rib these nerds. <laughs> I remember talking to Josh like, man, how do we even respond to that? And he's like, I don't know. It's just too good. Yes. You, know, <laughs> you just got to like compliment him for doing a hell of a, hell of a tweet right there. Right. So was like, that was like the ultimate troll. Right. Really? Yeah. And a part of me was like, dang, was that that famous that the Columbus crew is, right. is, uh, yeah, hell is real, and <laughs> it's trolling us. hell is real, and it's a professional soccer team using my face to roast yeah. the team, yeah, <laughs> to oh roast their gosh. opponents. <laughs> oh well, but it, but a part of me is like, you know what? We are the only local MLS mm-hmm. license yeah. in the whole country. Okay, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So guess well, that's what? Awesome. Who can do Who can do a Columbus Crew shirt that's yeah. not Fanatics? Yeah. Not I homage. I don't yeah. think they can do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I purposely flipped past all of my uh, homage shirts to wear this one. Well, there you go. Today. That's <laughs> good. You're a good man. <laughs> but no, I'm like, you know what? Of course we're going to get dogged on because these people don't even have companies like us in their city who can create shirts yeah. on the fly. Right. You know what I mean, everything else is like, you know, made in China six months in advance. You know, if something <laughs> happened in a game Had to go or, through. you know, if there was some memorable moment. It's not. There's no, there's no one in the MLS merch field nimble as us that can right. do that. Yeah, and we only have the ability to do it with FC Cincinnati. Right. So it has to go through a bigger approval process, which is a a bad thing, and also, as we learned, probably a good thing sometimes. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> sometimes. MLS sometimes. liked them. Our our, our designs right? were approved. Yeah, they're oh, like, well. oh, this is great. Go for it. They're <laughs> like, all right, cool. It's great. That's so funny. But um. Oh, that's so funny. But, you know, so so that that, that kind of uh, true. put my mind at ease a little bit. I'm like, you know what? Nashville wishes they had a company like us with a yeah. license that could do cool, For sure. little, cool little, uh, not indie shirts, because they're officially licensed, but, right. you know, local, some local flavor. Can I ask, how many, um, you said you uh, sold 50 of those uh, first tie shirts? Yeah. Do you have any extras laying around? Because I want one. Oh, we can get you one for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, we can we can that fire that best. up. Who knows? Maybe this podcast will go viral and everybody will want them again. There you go. <laughs> or we should release them. We'll see. Hey, you guys want to keep making fun of us? Yes. Get them for ten bucks. There you go. I uh, another fun thing about that is uh, the hell is real rivalry. I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm also I do comedy, but I'm a like a Christian comic, which is like throw yeah. up, Dude, we were throw up not, in my mouth. We I hate that term. Not, we were told not to say that. Really? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. it's the worst. I never. I don't like saying that because that. So are you a clean comic, or you just have jokes about Jesus? I uh, I'm a comedian who likes Jesus, but I, but I purposely make my comedy good. <laughs> that's, yeah, because you want to make money. Well, yeah, and I just want to like be good at what I do. You know, like I grew up with like Christian comedies, like I don't know, ladies, they be shopping. Like it's like that, yeah. but bad. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you ever heard of like Thou Shalt Laugh or something like that? It's like a there's a reason yeah. you ha- there's a reason you haven't heard of it. Okay. It's like a Christian comedy uh, like collection or whatever, and just I don't know, some of it's good, but a lot of it's just like why. Yeah. Why do we do this? There's got to be a market for that. Right. I, there, there totally is. And I... W- churches have money. Exactly. Yeah. And, well, I'm actually doing a uh, the big local church in town here, Crossroads. I'm going to do some stuff with them in a couple weeks. So, like, I'm totally for that. But That's awesome. I want to do... I want to do it, but, like, do it well. So, all that to say, it's funny that they put my face on the hell is real thing. Because <laughs> right. it's like... 
I'm probably the only one who thinks that's true. <laughs> oh, all right, so, so it was a good idea. I was just saying, I was, man, should we got a permission for you for that? Oh, no. The, no, that's uh, hilarious. That's awesome. But um, You own my face Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah, that's Put true. It, we could do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, Put it on whatever you like. No doubt. I, uh, I'm also from, another fun thing about that is I'm, so I'm from Columbus. I was born and raised in Columbus for 18 years and but lived down here in Cincinnati now because I went to UC and just stuck around started doing comedy and stuff around here so I kind of have like a little loyalty to the Columbus crew because like you know that's they started the same year I was born you know like I've been around I went to crew games growing up yeah and I always had both of the the shirts in my closets I would support whoever um but now that the crew tweeted that I think I'm a FC fan. <laughs> oh, nice. No, you're an FCC fan. FCC fan. You're you not an FCC clear. fan. Get it right. Yes. Boycott. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get that extra C. Next mm. meme. Am I yelling today? Gosh, I you're, feel like I'm really upset. You're a little worked up. I feel like I'm really. <laughs> let's check the levels. Up. How are we doing? <laughs> yeah. So right on. Yeah. So let's talk about you some more. This is all. Yeah. All, uh, but that's kind of our little intro to say, hey, yeah. Um, <laughs> what a delight. So yeah. So born in Columbus. It uh, doesn't matter what high school you went to, because right, because it's not Cincinnati. Nope. Yep, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Right. Uh, so you came down here. What'd you go to school for at UC? I went to school for criminal justice. My my little joke when I was starting was because uh, I'm studying to be a criminal. Uh, <laughs> All right, go. And that was before like the police went wild. But uh, <laughs> no, that was my little joke before I was good at comedy. Yeah, so I studied criminal justice. I got my master's in criminal justice, actually. And uh, that's kind of what led me into the probation field. Okay. Yeah. So that's I, your that's your main gig now is probation. Yes. Yeah. Um, hopefully until uh, I mean we'll see how this podcast does. But I, yeah, <laughs> I uh, well, the offers will be yeah. In, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Let us put your face on every t-shirt. <laughs> um, but no, I uh, I love comedy, and right now I'm just in the place of like I'm doing both, and I love it, and you know I would like to do. I think I would like to do comedy as a living one day, but that is uh, still in the future, so we're still grinding it out. There you go. How long have you been at it? Uh, like four and a half years. Okay. So, um, so you're starting to f- know what you're doing. A little bit, yeah. It I'm takes a to... while. Yeah, man. Yeah, how long did you do it before I you... I did it for uh... five. Well, oh, wow. A little over five. Okay. But, but, man, back in the day, it was like, they're... like now there's like 300 local comedians. Right. Back in the day, there were like six Okay. And we had we create our own shows, and we had, you know, we had Go Bananas, and we had the Funny Bone in Newport. And right. I mean, so well, that's probably about two years in, and then the Funny Bone opened down there. Right. And they had little showcases, so it was like getting MC work at Bananas, MC work at uh, right, and then or the Funny Bone, and then you know traveling. Let's see, right, right here in Cincinnati, you got Louisville, which is an hour and a half away. I was just there Indy, yesterday. Columbus. Yeah. Um, so, Dayton. So, so I was kind of on that open, or not open mic, but kind of the MC circuit. Sure. Of, uh, around there. But but anyway, I did it long enough to know that I didn't want to do it. Oh, really? You know, it was just like... <laughs> well, I still... It sounds like from your story, I still have six months before I want to give up. So. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, no, you got a clean direction there. I mean, it's... Uh, it's it's exciting stuff. So yeah. So tell me about your first time on stage. Oh man. Uh, so I, my first time on stage proper was uh, at Go Bananas because I um, I'd always I mean I always love comedy of course like SNL and stuff like I, we would <laughs> come back from church Saturday nights we were into it and uh, like that would be like the thing to do before like we would never like watch anything dirty. Like I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But uh, when we got home Saturday nights, we would watch SNL and that was the best. I, I always loved comedy. always loved like late night stuff. And I never knew that you could just go do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never knew that uh, there was like a play. I thought you just like went to some sort of comedy university in New York and then you just ended up on the tonight show. <laughs> like I didn't know there was like a whole scene. So Do when it I yourself, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when I got to college, um, there was an older guy who kind of mentored me, Sean Michael Murphy, big fan. Um, he uh, told me how he did improv in college. I was like, Oh wait, you can just go do that. Like I didn't, <laughs> that like blew my mind. So I Googled uh, Cincinnati comedy open mic and the Go Bananas one was the first one. So you had to uh, bring five people. 
I think I brought oh, three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ah, uh, but I was still they didn't turn you away. No, yeah, they were, they were nice enough to throw me on. Oh man, and uh, lucked out, right? And uh, my first time on stage, I murdered. Like I did great my first time, uh, and it was probably like ten more times of getting on stage after that until I got a laugh. <laughs> like it was, yeah. The first one was just like, knocked it out of the park. It was so good. I was like, oh my God, this is... Yeah, because you got your friends there. Yeah. And they're like... Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, all three of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they're drunk enough to <laughs> fill up the whole room with laughter. Right. But, something like that. But, uh, but no, it was, um, that first one was great. I had already... I had had some like little speaking experience here and there before. Like I was a, I was in the band in school. If you couldn't tell, I'm just all the way a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was in the band, and I would like, I ran for treasurer one year, and like gave funny speeches. And I was vice president of the of the senior class, second coolest kid in school. They voted. Oh, nice. Uh, but if the president dies in the school shooting, you'd be the yeah, president. Yeah, that's me. Well, Which it was like 2012. Possibility in this, this right. climate we're living in. <laughs> yeah, more nowadays than yeah than 2012, but. Uh, but yeah, so I had a little bit of experience speaking and stuff before, and I had I had done like a campus ministry thing, so I had like spoken in front of people. But this is my first time doing like you're doing stand up, yeah. And I just fell in love, um, and I, I I did take a little break because I like went on a study abroad for a couple months uh, in another country, and um, yeah, people in Guatemala did not like my jokes. Yeah, you didn't want to <laughs> so, get up there. Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> Did not know enough Spanish to to do that well, but uh, yeah. So I came back and uh, I I was just trying to balance everything of um, trying to do school, and I was in the marching band and doing a campus ministry, and also doing open mics and stuff on top of all of that. Um, and was pretty. I was trash for two years, like r- just horrible. Like someone told me recently. Um, very funny guy, Blake Heyman. Do you know who that is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Super funny. Oh, Blake. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, he told me about a year and a half in, he got in a fight with someone because they thought I wasn't funny. <laughs> he was Whoa. like, he was like defending my honor. He's like, yeah, man, he's like funny to people. We're not people. <laughs> so that was, uh, but he was right. Like, or the other guy was right. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but slowly uh, figured it out. I think my third year in, there's this like local contest, the funniest person in Cincinnati. Um, you heard of that? Yeah. 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 Um, I've but... lost it many times. <laughs> one, one and done. I never. Many, times. <laughs> many, many times. I'm, I to the semis. Did you do it? One of, one of my jokes used to be, I'm the Cincinnati Bengals of this competition. Because I would lose <laughs> when they were in the middle of that run where they were in the, out of the playoffs. After oh, the that's so round. fun. Yeah. And that got a minor laugh, but not enough to move on. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's great. I think my third year, uh, I had a joke. Like that, I had a joke, like, I think I even said it earlier, it was like, yeah, I'm the funniest person in Cincinnati, like, who cares? And then that got a laugh, and then once it petered out, I was like, please vote for me. <laughs> I, got like a, I got a cute little That's thing. awesome. Um, yeah. So Jud- I got to the... Judging comedy is always, always a thrill. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, if you get laughs, people are laughing. Right. You did it. You yeah, did yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, I'm and sure there's different. Some, some laughs are better than others, but right. Well, no. And it's there's always this thing of like who packed the room and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Were you funny or did you <laughs> bring fifty seven? Right. Your, your congregation. Followed? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They could call out to. I mean, Crossroads is a mega church, and they have mega amounts of people. <laughs> that's true. That uh, yeah, hey, come out. That's marketing. Yeah. But then that's how you get booked, and that's how you exactly you know exactly. Uh, that's how you make it a career. Right. It's like, what? People like this guy? Right. Sell out? For sure. Um, so third year, I got I did uh, get to the finals, which was cool. Lost, which I should have. Uh, the next year, I actually ended up winning the amateur bracket. Yeah. Um, and won, which you could argue I should not have. <laughs> um, and then last year, this past year, I won the semi-pro bracket. Um, nice. And what was really cool is uh, my best friend... Uh, David, the good-looking guy, he w- he kind of like followed. He would like hang out with me. He didn't really do stand-up, but like uh, the year that I lost the first time, uh, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this thing a go. So like maybe a year into doing stand-up now, 
he won funniest person last year. <laughs> like oh, this, wow. Yeah. It's a year. So yeah, not only better looking than me, but just way, just got better way faster. <laughs> like, and is just a beautiful six foot African man. <laughs> Isn't that the worst when you see people improve and you're like, ah, I know. Right. Like, man. Yeah. He's, yeah. But some it, people have it right off the bat and some people it takes years and some people, right. Some people never get it. Right. But, but it's cool. I mean, it's, it's true justice. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, Comedic right. justice. Right. But it's cool. I mean, he's my best friend, and we get to hang out and go to shows, and it's fun that, uh, yeah, we both, we get to share that now. There so you go. So he's actually doing shows at Crossroads with me. So Nice. So you're promoting that as, like, a, is that like a show? Like, a, uh, yeah. Not like you're, like, actually, I mean, we can plug, give whatever plugs in you want, but. Oh, sure. But um, I wasn't as far as, like, to. hey. Well, I mean, there's mega churches in every city, right? Right, right, I mean, right. There's what four or five of them here locally, right? Yeah. Um, you know, by the time what you get the vineyards and sure know, the bridge the and the big one on Seven South Hills Florence? or something. Yeah. Seven Hills is that it? I don't know which one that is. Some I don't know. Yeah, Mars, Mars, they all have multiple locations. Even I mean, right. honestly, you probably sit here in Cincinnati and get a decent. Uh, honestly, yeah, a decent tour going. Right, to around two seventy five. Right, but. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I mean, my goal is I want to be good for both, like, clubs and churches. Like, I want to be, like, actually good. Yeah. You know? Well, that's um, one thing. If Josh was here right now, he'd tell you that was one of the, you know, smartest things he did in his career was, mm. you know, make a concerted effort to, you know, just to be clean right. in general. Um, just yeah. because, you know, so many, it so only many opportunities. Yeah. I knew a comedian years ago, and I, can't, I always told the story to other comedians, and I can't for the life remember who it was because I've been doing it for almost 20 years now. Mm. But uh, this guy said he had started off blue, and he gradually uh, got clean so he could get more gigs because um, yeah. he realized somebody t- uh, he realized that no one's ever come up to a comedian and said, you know what, your act is too clean. Right, right. Yeah. So that's the, if you, you can you can work one way or the other. I mean, right. if you had to work blue, I'm sure you could. But a lot of people sure. that work blue, they can't work clean. Yeah. 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 The only people actually who say that are comedians. <laughs> yeah. They'll come up to me and be like, hey, you know, it'd be really funny. What if he said like. The F word. <laughs> like, yeah. like uh, I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be hilarious. Yeah, if you're just like closed with like the aristocrat <laughs> joke or something. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Mitch Hedberg was the one comedian who I thought was funnier with the blue versions of his jokes than the clean ones. Oh, I mean, his, his jokes are amazing anyway. Yeah. But just like, you know, just when you sprinkle that F bomb in and his, in his tone and cadence, right. it was yeah. like, I don't know. Like, right. He's, uh, He's the best. Right. And that is the thing. Like, I don't, swear words, they're funny sometimes. Like, boy, I they're, I mean, man, cut me off in traffic and I'm hilarious. But, like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, I don't know. I think that uh, has only helped me, like, get better at writing jokes. Not that I'm, like, amazing or anything, but, like, it's uh, removed a crutch. Yeah. You know, so I've had to be able to write jokes that, like, stand on their own. Like, because, I don't know. Yeah. Throwing in swear words is for sure funnier, <laughs> always. No doubt. Not always, but you just can't lean on it. Do you, know? you uh, do you get much material from the probation side of life? <laughs> I certainly do. I've written down so much, but I just haven't talked about it a ton because I, as I was trying to work on that kind of stuff, I felt like, I don't know, people would just always bring me up as like, oh, here's that cop guy <laughs> or whatever. But like, yeah. I don't know, like I'm not. Are you a cop? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I'm not what really is a probation officer. Yeah, so I tell her like I don't have legal authority to really arrest anybody unless you're on probation in Hamilton County. Yeah, uh, which is cool because I mean I hang out with comedians who, as you know, are on mostly probation. barely criminals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> yeah. And that was actually a thing. they just haven't been caught yet. Yeah, and really? a couple have, but <laughs> that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so like, I don't know, people like <laughs> smoke weed around me. I don't know, or whatever. I, it just, it's very easy to get pigeonholed in that. And I say that, uh, but you know, like 85% of my stuff is about talking about the Lord. <laughs> so, so, you know, I need to expand for sure. I need to, I do have a lot of probation stuff that I just haven't tried out. Cause I was like afraid of being yeah. pigeonholed or whatever. Gotcha. So, you know, uh, I do need to expand that part of my repertoire for sure. So what, uh, I mean, let's go on a day in the life of a probation officer. Yeah. So, so what, you're, you're just someone's buddy and they have to check in with you and say, hey, here I am, I'm over yeah. here. 
that's uh, it often ends up in me being too nice. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm way too nice to do this uh, for sure. Like I remember one time a guy came in, he was like, you know what, man, Zach, you're like the coolest PO of all time. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's I I I rode that high for weeks. Uh, and it was only later that I realized he told me that because I'd forgotten to dress to uh, drug test him for like three weeks in a row. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's probably why I thought I was super cool. So it's just, I'm sometimes bad at my job. <laughs> uh, that reminds me. Right. But, uh, yeah. So I don't, so I, uh, the, the judge will give them like all these things they got to do. So like, you know, you got to get your GED, you got to work, you got to, um, do urine screens, complete this drug treatment, pay off this money that you stole, all that kind of stuff. So I uh, just check in with them. Uh, they come see me usually once or twice a month. And I like make sure they're doing well, try to hook them up with resources if they're not, and try to kind of point them in the right direction. And when I'm not doing that, I actually like go out to people's houses and like verify that they're living there. Um, I like to have the whole get up, like everything that like a cop would have, like gun, taser, belt, cuffs, all that stuff. Nice. Vest. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's surprising you should do For comedy in your uh in your get up <laughs> yeah right that, <laughs> yeah so how often does someone have to check it is it depend does the judge say you're on probation you have to check in twice uh, a month once a week is that yeah sometimes um but the, so there's a uh, let's get into it so there's this yeah. whole thing uh the high risk assessment system you ever heard of that no there's no reason you would have uh it's uh we actually there's like a a standardized thing that every um offender in the state of Ohio has to do like a questionnaire kind of thing to like it's uh, empiric- empirically proven to show um, how often people will reoffend. Hmm. So it's either low, moderate, high, or very high. And however they score on that, it has actually kind of dictates how often they come in to see us. Because there's like evidence to show okay. that like the um, this isn't funny, but <laughs> but there's evidence to show that uh, the the lower people score on that, the more contact they have with like the criminal justice system, it actually puts them at a higher risk for reoffending, as opposed to someone who's high risk. They need that more like structured interaction with the criminal justice system, with getting treatment and stuff like that. Um, and that actually will help lower their risk of reoffending because hmm. most crime that happens is not just like dudes that just like Walter whites that like have a break <laughs> one day, you know, it's uh, a lot of people that are, reoffending, go to prison, get out, reoffend again, you know, that kind of thing. So it's all kind of how can we stifle that portion of the population? How can we bring the the recidivism rates, is what they call it, down? Do you think it helps? Yeah, oh, for sure. You yeah, mean, it's I mean, definitely... Do you see some success stories out there? Or do, you go to, or do you see the same guy at your desk every day, you're just not getting it, and right. it's like... Why'd you have to rob that old lady? I know. There's definitely some of that, for sure. There's definitely some of that. It's like, come on, uh, man. But what sucks is, like, the better people do on probation, the less I have to see them. So it's usually only the people that are sucking it up <laughs> that are, like, trying to get sent back to prison that I see more often. So I, like, sometimes I'll see the success stories, but a lot more often I'm dealing with the people that are problems. Yeah. You know? Like, they just don't want to do what we want to do, what we want to have them do, don't want to go to treatment, don't want to pay off the money that they owe. Will they straight you know? up tell you, I'm just trying to get back into prison? That, I mean, no, that's a thing. It's crazy. With their actions. Yeah. <laughs> Not with their words always. But, yeah, a lot of them just aren't excited to to deal with the criminal justice system Man. in general. Which makes sense. Like, I, I get it. But I also tell them, like, yo, I'm, like, the nicest PO you're going to meet. So, like, if you can't make it work with me... I'm sure there's some jerks goofing. down there. Yeah, someone told me recently, uh, like, everybody talks, you know, all the offenders <laughs> talk to each other. He's, uh, he said uh, someone got it, was in jail, one of my guys, and they all talk like, hey, man, who's your PO? It's like, oh, Zach? Oh, man, if Zach arrested you, you messed up. <laughs> <laughs> he did real bad. Yeah. <laughs> he done gave you, like, 20 chances. That's awesome. Yeah. How but, many probation officers are there in Cincinnati? Oh, man. Um, so there's felony and misdemeanor. So they're, like, two different things. Like, people on, like, people that, you know, have, like, minor possession or, like, OVIs or whatever. I don't deal with that. I deal with a lot of, like, um, trafficking and felony possession and theft and stuff like that. So 
Um, in felony, there's probably, I don't know, like 30 or so. In municipal, there's probably right around 35, 40, somewhere in there. Wow, that's a good not amount. too bad. Yeah, there's probably more. I have no clue. Yeah. I honestly it's don't know. It's not like 10,000 or something. Is there a shortage of uh, probation officers? Is that... Is that something we all need to go to school for so we can uh, Someone should. I would love to do less work. That would be, yeah. be great. Because uh, then I could uh, have more time to do comedy. Yeah, <laughs> get your career going. Yeah, right? Why do you think I'm here? <laughs> I thought I was going to meet Josh today, dude. I know. <laughs> He's at Marty Golf today. Marty Golf? Yeah. The what Mar- is that? The Marty Brenneman Golf Outing. Oh. He's a celebrity. Oh, should so. I know? That well, there you see. Yeah. Should I know who that is? Marty Brenneman? Marty Brenneman? Play by play for sure. Sandy Reds? Oh, sorry. Baseball. You are from Columbus. I know, yeah. And also, like, to, I love. I mean, I love what you guys do, but baseball is the worst sport. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. I know. Right. I know. It's. I'm so sorry. Well, Josh would definitely be disappointed to hear you say. I know. That. Yeah, keep that on the QT. <laughs> I know <laughs> for sure. Uh, what are you, a millennial? <laughs> my buddy Lee Kimbrell, he's a comedian. Do you know him? I know Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Say hello to. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I'm gonna shout out. We're gonna we're just working yeah. our way through everybody. He's in the on Cincinnati the new Nasty Comedy. Boys uh, right. uh, podcast. Exactly. We're gonna have them on actually. Oh great. At the, yeah. At some point. Lee uh Lee's like thirty and he uh he tells me that he uh is often called the America's youngest baseball fan. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. They need help. They need to make it a little more fun. But yeah. man, if you're the Derek Dietrich is pretty cool. Oh, that dude's dope. This I whole like him season a lot. has been cool. Right. I'm like Getting in a fight. Did you guys make a shirt of that? The Yasiel Puig fight? Yeah. Twice. The, 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 <laughs> the Puig fight, and then, yeah, the, uh, the Amir, that just Amir Garrett fight. Okay. And then, and, uh, and then the MLB come to us, and they or and USA, they, they said, quit it. What? And so we had to quit it. Oh, and then that's that left. Bad. But if you go on the internet to, right now, you can find a whole bunch of people ripping yeah. off uh, our designer Ricky's exact design. Yeah. <laughs> we put it together. We drew it. Over, but yeah. They said, knock it say, off, you yeah. used our photo, which I'm like, okay, we did. We'll knock it off. Right. And, uh, but you can go on Teespring, Redbubble, yeah. every every other freaking t-shirt yeah. website is, is making money, hand over fist, over the yep. same design we created. Right. We're the good guys. We took it out, we took it down, on to the next one. Yeah. You guys should uh, uh, start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh, man. Don't get me. Don't get me started. <laughs> He's ready. He's ready to go, man. Redbubble is the next guest on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Some, somebody messes up. We find somehow they they do something, you know, uh, probation-wise. They yeah. Mess. So what do you, does someone alert you? Does someone, or did they just not check in? What What's like a, yeah. what's a story of like someone messing up and you got to go down there in full accoutrements <laughs> and, uh, right. and put the cuffs on? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um there's very few things where we have to. Um, and that's something I'm still trying to figure out. I, I'm So I'm actually not only a probation officer, but intensive supervision probation officer. So that's like when you screw up regular probation, you get sent to me. Uh, oh. So, yeah, right? So we actually should have like a shorter leash for that kind of thing. Because like, you've already, you know, messed up by getting either, you know, either getting new charges or not showing up or positive screens or that kind of thing. Um so really, the only thing where we have to uh, arrest somebody, as far as I know, is getting indicted on a new felony, like a new charge. So um, everything else is kind of like uh, up to the individual officer and the supervisors and stuff. Um, so obviously, like with fentanyl and stuff like that, if there's a couple positive screens of that in a row and like the treatment that they're doing isn't working, that's something where we're going to be like, hey, maybe we're going to not let this person kill themselves. You know, because, like, obviously that's a thing yeah. on the news. Um, sorry to bring down this fun comedy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but that's it. I mean, that's my job. That's what I do. No, we're, no, no, we're no. Cincinnati yeah. first, so it doesn't have to yeah. be. <laughs> so, yeah, so fentanyl is cool. That's yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, let's do some fentanyl. <laughs> Boy. Uh, no, no, vaping's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Man, imagine that. Yeah, it, t- some... it killed six people, and I think all of them were Cincinnati comedians. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> That that's, is funny. But yeah, guns kill people every day, but six people out of how many, yeah. who knows what they're vaping. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I think the thing is that we know we knew guns were dangerous. I think they kind of sprung the vaping thing. They, right. They, they kind of flew under the radar for a while. Yeah. Yeah, suck this into your lungs. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What could no one, go wrong? Yeah, no one's researched this, but it's yeah. cool, probably. It yeah. tastes like Fruit Loops. It can't be too bad. Doctor told me to vape during my pregnancy. <laughs> or whatever, like they did in the 50s right. or 60s. Yeah, I've had a couple of probationers smoke weed on preg- while they're pregnant. That's weird. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't know. There's like nothing, I don't know. I've looked up, there's nothing like proven bad about it, but it still feels weird. That You know what I mean? Like that seems like a bad yeah. thing. I don't know. I'm also. I've also never been a pregnant woman. So I, what do I know? That's true. <laughs> That's, who are you to say? Who am I to say? What she can do with her body. True. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> what about the Duggars? Speaking of all these kids. Okay. I was interested to see I, where you're going. <laughs> like, have you ever contacted the Duggars to see if you can do like a comedy show for them? Oh man, they would be a great audience. Just that family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than most shows. That's honestly. What I'm saying. That's, uh, they gotta be a part of some mega church, right? Oh man! Or what are they? They have to be. Do you have different dom- Do you have different sets for different denominations? Uh, do you have, like your Baptist set or your? Oh, that's interesting. Your uh, uh, Catholic set. I haven't done a lot of Catholic services because you know they're not. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, that's not. No, I'm. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> no, I. I have to say I'm kidding because one day I might want to get paid money from them. Someone <laughs> the, might tweet the you. Catholics. Uh, <laughs> they might meet um, you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not again. But uh, no, not typically. I feel like a lot of the stuff that is something that is uh, is difficult. Is like obviously like I want all my jokes to work everywhere, you know. And I'm, yeah. probably that's like too lofty of a goal, you know. I'm sure you've experienced that. Is not everything's going to work everywhere. But I wanted to, you know, oh, yeah. and that's what uh, why I'm pretty quick to throw some stuff away because like, OK, if it just works in one room or with a certain type of people, then I can't rely on it, you know, so I, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and write something new, hopefully. But uh, no, not typically. There's definitely some stuff that will work with hipper Christian crowds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like crossroads as you can imagine as opposed to like the church that i grew up with yeah um which like love those people they're all great but uh they're also the kind of people that all get discounts at buffets like you know what i mean like 65 <laughs> and older like you have to kind of change what you're talking about yeah, a little bit you can't reference that. can't be like so i was on tinder the other day and they're like what is that <laughs> you know, you gotta there's some stuff like that so what's the balance of your touring now between i want to say regular comedy clubs but yeah regular comedy clubs and yeah and and then say what we call the church circuit yeah it's almost exclusively clubs and stuff oh uh, that's cool yeah so, um, uh weirdly i know a guy this uh named rocky laporte i don't know if you've ever heard of him he's a comedian no. from chicago okay and um he was he told me last time i interviewed him that uh someone approached him and said hey you should you're clean you should do the church circuit Mm-hmm. You can make a lot of money, and he's like, oh, I don't know if I want. And he's trying. He's currently trying to get a residency in Vegas, but um, but yeah. He, oh, so he was. They, really? Yeah, they, they people recruited. Uh, I guess there's a, a dearth of clean comedians for the yeah. church circuit still. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is really cool. Like I honestly just like since I started in the club scene at Go Bananas and stuff. Like those are just most of the people that I know. So I honestly don't have a ton of connects in the like christian slash clean comedy circuit or whatever but i would love to be able to rocky if you're listening (laughs) i would love to be able to (laughs) i would love to uh be able to break into that because everything that i've heard about church stuff is that it's like great is that it's you know like they're nice and like pay very well and like we'll probably feed you because that's just (laughs) the kind of of not the a people. lot of drunks, I would imagine. Right, yeah. yeah. No hecklers. They're just yeah. excited that there's something, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, someone who's not gonna who's not gonna talk about hell for fifty minutes? That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why can't more uh more preachers be comedians? More comedians? <laughs> yeah. I mean that'd be tough to, you know, write a new hour every week. I yeah, guess, right. But yeah, that's what they gotta do. Sometimes it's like, man, yeah, if you don't hold my attention, yeah, right. Throw some uh there's some zingers in here. Right. <laughs> and I will say, that is one thing. I, I So I do, like, not to keep plugging Crossroads, but I that is one reason I do love them, because, like, I grew up in a very tiny little church where, you know, and my family was in a small gospel group, so we would go travel to all these churches all the time where hell is real is not only a sign, but, like, 
their way of life. Lo- way of, yeah, their yeah. way of life. Hell is real, like that. <laughs> so, and you know, it's nice. You know, growing up, I want to take advantage of my life because I'm very aware that I could die <laughs> at any time. But uh, I, uh, that is one thing I like about Crossroads is that they are like funny. They make like creative things that are good. And like they do this thing every year, like the Super Bowl of preaching. You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. my wife goes to every year. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, actually, me and uh, David wrote uh, a little sketch that was in that this year, and it was it was so much fun to get to do that. And it was just it was nothing other than just be funny. It See, was uh, my wife goes awesome. to Crossroads, and then she comes home and says, hey, "This is what you're doing wrong." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that might be from her. I don't know if that's from the church. <laughs> No, that is. That's her interpretation. Yeah, her interpretation of it. Yeah, not them. She comes home and tries to interpret it as to like what I'm doing wrong, what I need to fix. Right. Yeah. Man camp. Yeah, exactly. That is a thing. It is. It's very fun. So that's just like Saturday Night Live then. So you're not even writing sketches for... for yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, w- I would love to do that more. For, for real. Wayne's World. Right. Yeah. yeah. I would love to do that more. For real. I mean, obviously, right now I'm just focused on just doing stand-up. I just want to get good at that as yeah. good as I can because... Um, I I mean, working a full-time job and like that doesn't leave a ton of time to like pursue creative things and like drive to shows and do open mics five nights a week or however often I do it. So I do do sketches every once in a while, but not, it's not my go-to. Are you, uh, featuring or on the MC circuit or where? uh... Yeah, I'm, uh, just, I'm kind of just now breaking into featuring, especially after the, uh, I was like. I had gotten a little bit of that work before, um, but with the recent uh, funniest person thing, winning the semi-pro means you're now passed to feature at the club. That's awesome. Um, So that's where I could I could never get past. Man, my my MC set was a tight fifteen. Oh yeah, just crushing it. But man, when I was asked to do twenty five thirty minutes, yeah, man, I don't know what if it just psyched me out. I just didn't have. I just couldn't pace. Like, I just wanted mm. to do everything, just blow through my material. Yeah. I never did well featuring. Right. I, uh, uh, the Funny Bone called me once on a That's win. That's not true. I saw you feature for Emo Phillips. No way. That's cool. Nah, I was MCing. Were you MCing? Yep. Didn't, I didn't <laughs> feature. <laughs> then? I don't know. Uh, Melanie Malloy, maybe? I think you're right. She's yep. been out of comedy for years and years. Live down in the Carolinas now, don't you know? Really? Yeah, oh, man. Open opening for emo, it's the death blow. So the uh, <laughs> the funny boat. Hey guys, we're talking about me now. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, this this was my Darren sucks at featuring thing. Uh, funny boat calls me on a Wednesday, two o'clock in the afternoon. They say uh, Daniel Tosh is in town. They knew he was in town Thursday to uh, Sunday mm-hmm. for his week. This is when he was still doing clubs. They said uh, apparently he planned on doing tonight. And they didn't promote the show, but he was oh, going wow. in. He was going to do the show. They Say it did, on Wednesday? They did a feature, yeah. Wow. Wednesday, that's Funny Bone. So, like, hey, are you around? I'm like, sure. And, you know, of course, I'm freaking out and whatnot. And, uh, yeah. So, show up, and uh, there's like eight people in the crowd. <gasps> and, that's awesome. you know, they didn't promote the show at all. Like, yeah. now, now it's like you could probably send out a tweet and get yeah. 20,000 people at the door. Right. But uh, What year is this? Oh, I would say 2004, oh, three, four. Oh, yeah. So I go up there and just, you know, I, I need feedback. Like, I need, I, I need <laughs> to hear the laughs. Right. I can't just pause and, like, assume that they're smiling or even appreciate it. If I hear silence... It's, nope, on to the next one. Okay, that didn't do good, on to the next one. So it would just be just rifling through these. I think I made it about 15 minutes, and then they were, like, lighting me. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. This it's, is, it's about time. This is not uh, going anywhere. And uh, oh, boy. so I was like, oh, man. You know, so I was just, like, crushed. And uh, then, you know, Daniel comes up, and he acted like he was in uh, a, a theater. You know what I mean? A packed yeah. house. Yeah. Every act out was just, just, there was nothing that changed about his whole hour from, you know, what he did the rest of the week, which I, I wasn't performing the rest of the week. They just wanted me to fill in that one night, but, yeah. but it was just like, man, that's awesome. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, that was, it was, what, it was like super a, cool. Cause it was like, wow, like he, he's a professional and this is what a professional does. He goes right. up there and what gives a it, gives it at all. And, you know, and people were laughing and enjoying it and right. just like, it did, didn't matter. And then. 
What a fun lesson. That yeah, was. I was talking to him afterwards. It's just like, oh, you know, I was a little little cocky kid. I was like, oh man, what'd you think of that? Or that was rough, huh? And he was like, eh. He's like, I didn't dislike them. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you can't punish the people that show up, right? You know, it can be, oh, what is there? There's two people in the crowd. Screw you guys, right? They're you the, know, good, they're the good guys. Yeah, they're yeah. the only ones. You losers. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a uh, that was an experience. But then again, it's like no, that just shows you that even people on his level. Yeah. You know, it's not all, you know, packed house with ladies throwing their panties at you every night. Like, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, that's been my experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Except uh, in the church circuit, it's uh, chastity belts. It's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, that's a step. There you go. That's a step. Got to start somewhere. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, the first step is marriage. <laughs> uh, yep. Is there, uh, is there a, uh, a priest out in the... Uh, Oh God! Or, uh, anyway, that's a whole nother skit. Yes, that's for a whole, a whole nother day. Yes. Well, right on. Is there anything you want to plug? Any, any? Where can we? Where can we follow Zach? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can follow me. I'm on Twitter and the gram at whack underscore zycuff, which is a terrible name, but I I've, <laughs> I love it and I've stuck with it since sophomore year of high school. Whack underscore zycuff. W a c h underscore Z-Y-C-U-F-F, or just search my name. Okay. Um, I'm on the Facebooks. Um, I, the first Tuesday of every month here in Cincinnati, me and my buddy David host a show at Revel in OTR. Call it, It's called Late Night Revelations. It's like a late night style show. Nice. And, uh, so like we have comics come up and like do a set and... Uh, like talk show? Yeah, kind of like a talk show. Ah, they do yeah. a set and we do a little panel interview. And there's music at the end. It's dope. It's the most fun. It's nice. so much fun. Hmm. Tuesday nights at Revel. What time does first, it start? First Tuesday okay, every month. First Tuesday. Yep. All right. So, yeah. Cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to post the uh, the infamous uh, MLS meme on Please. our blog. Please do. Again, thanks for being a cool sport about that. That was... Uh, and, uh, absolutely. Get to pick a code. For us. Yep. Oh, yeah. What's that? Uh, all of our guests <gasps> get to pick a code. One word or phrase that anyone listening can use. On CincyShirts.com. Oh, I love it. Uh, and get a uh, get a, get twenty percent off their entire order. Oh, that's um, great. Yeah, okay. it's super cool. Yeah, the kids are raving about it. Okay, they love this code. So, what's your code? Um, how about chastity belts? <laughs> chastity <laughs> belts. We don't have to do. It. Maybe don't do that. Man, <laughs> a little hard to spell. I mean, right, whatever they can Google. How about uh, Hell is Real? I feel like that's a good. Hell solid. is Real. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good solid yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. MLS first point model Zach Wyclef, Glycleff, Glycuff. Dang it! You you nailed it. I'm gonna get it. It's one of fun. these days. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Everybody, follow all this stuff and all that good stuff. All right. See you next time. <laughs> what a delight. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for Milan. Zach Wyckoff. Always been fascinated by the day jobs that comedians have. Uh, and of course, you can catch Zach doing comedy not only at Crossroads, but uh, more often at a traditional comedy club like Go Bananas here in town, maybe a motor bar and over the Rhine, who knows. But follow him on social media and you'll be up to date on all of his upcoming gigs. Or you can get arrested and just ask him that way. If there's something you'd like to hear on the podcast, just drop us an email, podcast at cincyshirts.com, and put podcast guest in the subject line. Use the same email to donate to the podcast via PayPal or Venmo. Be sure to tell friends and loved ones about the show, including folks who may no longer live in the area but still feel connected to the tri-state. And as always, go back and plunder the Cincy Shirts archives, wherever you got this podcast from. I'm sure there's a list going backwards of all the great guests we've had on, from Johnny Bench to Amy Yazbeck, so do check those all out. Today's show is produced by me, with all from Josh and Darren. Our theme music is Cincinnati by Big Nothing. They are from Philadelphia. You can find all of their music on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your music. Find vintage tees from great places like Philadelphia, Boston, Phoenix, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Louisville, Seattle, and more at OldSchoolShirts.com. Lots of defunct sports teams, uh, lots of hockey teams, soccer, uh, all kinds of sports, restaurants, shopping centers, like uh, since t-shirts, but for those cities, if you will. And again, the promo code for this episode is Hell is Real, all lowercase, all uppercase, alternate upper and lowercase, it doesn't matter. It's all one word, though, as I said. Use that to take 20% off your entire since t-shirts.com or OldSchoolShirts.com order, or you can use that 
code in our physical or brick-and-mortar Cincy shirt stores in Over the Rhine, Hyde Park, and Loveland. Follow our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat for the latest Cincy shirts news. Give us a good review wherever you get the podcast from. And as always, download or stream us next time. Bye. I wish I said goodbye.